Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 55 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host of the Box Office Beatdown Show. We have Larry from LC Screen Talk and the Cinemania World team. Larry, how are you? I am doing all right. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. How you been? How was your uh, long weekend? Good? It's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So everyone, we was going to do a show Sunday, I was busy, I think Larry was busy too, then yesterday, um, yesterday was also busy, so, but I did, I really did want to, I didn't want to postpone the show until next week, because I really wanted to get into Tenet's box office for the weekend and kind of um, tell everyone to chill and relax and stuff. Um, okay, so let's get into that first things first, we are going to get into the box office for the weekend of September 4th and which was the long weekend uh, for, you know, because we had Monday. I don't really think that it affected much of the numbers. Did it? I don't really see a difference. I don't think Tenet reported different numbers. The other movies did, but Tenet did. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So we'll talk about those numbers and the other ones for yesterday as well, but uh, primarily this was, Primarily, you know, just tenants, you know, uh, tenants kind of box office and finally seeing what that was going to do uh, with during a, pan- a pandemic. So let's get into it. Uh, what, what what came at number one this weekend? So coming in at number one for both the three day and the regular box office was mm-hmm. Tenet, which made $20.2 million, which does include the week leading into the weekend. So that is pretty much a Monday through Monday box office figure for Tenet. Um, worldwide, however, the movie is up to $146.2 million after it had an okay opening over in China as well as other locations. All right, so uh, this, I wouldn't say it caused Twitter a blaze, but uh, people just are, are just not realizing where, you know, as, as far as, you know, not realizing what this number means and stuff like that. A lot of people are kind of going back and forth on Twitter about, oh, it's good, it's not good, it's this and that. Um, we, even you and I got into something about, about, about like it, not, not you and I personally, like you and me both arguing, but like we were had, we had, we were just nothing. Just, just check our messages, <laughs> our, our replies, <laughs> check our replies on Twitter because it's there. But okay. So we have people saying that this is bad and this is, this means that tenants of, I mean, tenants of failure and no, it shouldn't have been made. No, 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 no. Not realizing, if you just look at some numbers and some facts, this movie opened up to 2,800 theaters. So pre-pandemic times, everyone, this would absolutely not open up open up in 2,800 theaters. This would be opening up in about 4,000 plus theaters. So I look at this as being half of what Tenet probably would have made and then tap on a little bit more with people just being not really not really willing to kind of risk the pandemic uh going out to the theater for the pandemic even though we can go out to the we can go out to restaurants but that's okay but anyway um i think this pre-pandemic this would have done i would say 45 50 because no one does have a have a little bit of a name when it comes to uh general audiences and box office because we saw that with dunkirk you know did pretty well uh opening weekend interstellar as well you know what i mean 
So I think 50, 55, the highest you and I kind of, we, we, we've predicted around 20 million. And I, and that's because we are taking into the fact that three theater markets are closed right now. Um, Hollywood, California, like California in general, uh, New York and Washington DC are closed right now. So, So people have to take that into consideration and, it's also the fact that even even though this is a pandemic kind of release, we have to we have to understand that twenty million dollars ain't good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's not gonna cut what this budget means. Now there was some argument on Twitter yesterday about budget not matter, not not being a, a big factor or mattering in this point, yeah. but that's just not the case. If if a studio spent like five hundred million dollars on a movie and it opens up to twenty million dollars, that ain't good. You know what I mean? Pandemic times or not, this is not good. But it's good for the pandemic, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I thought, I I'm, I I was actually surprised. Like twenty million dollars, that's pretty good. That's that's enough people. You know, I I can't imagine they thought this movie was gonna open up big during these times. You know. Yeah. So just with that being said, uh, this is not the end of the world, but I, I think th- I think this is two things. It's, this is good for pandemic times, but as far as budget goes and recouping their money back, this is not good for them, you know? So let's get, let's get your thoughts on it. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same. I think this is a solid opening. It's a little bit beneath what we had anticipated, but right in the same ballpark. Right. Part of it was we didn't know if they were clumping in the whole week, if they were just doing the weekend, mm-hmm. how they were going to do that. Um, but, you know, for for what it is, a $20 million opening is good for right now, I'd say. It's a, it's a very solid opening for the film however for warner brothers i kind of view this as a failed experiment that makes me very nervous for them wanting to open something like wonder woman in a month um because i think new york and la still aren't set to open by the time wonder woman is open they're looking at mid-october opening their theaters so without those two markets you're not gonna get a box office number that's marginally better than this. Um, Mm -hmm. And Wonder Woman will benefit from just name recognition. So more people, I think, would be willing to risk it to go see a property they just know of already. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to be much. Like, Wonder Woman's going to open around 30 million. You know, like 30 million. That's what I'm saying. So, I I don't see how you can take that risk. So, overall, right now, it's sitting at 146 million worldwide. Its budget is over 200 million. So, in order, and they have put a lot of marketing into this film. One, because they've had to re-market the film several times. So, it's been a lot of money. Re-release trailers, re-release the soundtrack, get Travis Scott to do a song. They tried like they tried everything they could to try to make but this was never gonna and we we this was never gonna happen like we called like we called this months ago like nolan you're not gonna come out of a pandemic it's still going on ongoing in the u.s and 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 get like a 50 million it's it's not happening you know what i mean it's just it's not happening because I mean, like theaters itself. Even if people, even if people want to rally to the theater, my theater last Monday was quote unquote sold out. Yeah. 
And Larry, there was like 10 people in there because that's what they were doing. They were doing limited capacity. So yeah, 10 people. And that was the IMAX theater, you know, yeah. like over like how many seats, like 500 seats in the IMAX theater. There had to be like 10 or 12 people in that theater, you know, and that was considered sold out. So uh, this was never going to be a thing. I know he tried so hard and Warner yeah. Brothers tried so hard to like position this movie to open up as big. Like when you come, like make yeah, sure come yeah. to the theater for the first, you know what I mean? They, I, they tried. They got a big, a big rapper to, to sing a song, which I don't think was ever going to be a thing because like, you know, what the movie would already been out, right? Yeah. Like it would have been like a, you know, it's like a last minute Travis Scott a really good song i love it but it's just they tried but this would it was never gonna open like that big internationally it's doing pretty good but it was it was just never here at least because america is a disaster right now it was just never gonna yeah. open up into those standards and i'm worried for dune and i'm worried for black widow i'm worried for uh i'm worried for wonder woman because i mean the smaller movies like what like antebellum unhinged is gonna do what it's gonna do Candyman, it's gonna do what it's what it's gonna do but those big budget movies i'm worried for them because i don't think they realize that it's just not happening here anytime soon yeah it just it really isn't um yeah so with that kind of budget it Tenet needs to get to about six hundred million dollars worldwide, and that's not happening. That would you know, require a miracle, basically. <laughs> that's not happening. Yeah, that's not happening. You, you, you got to leave that theater and theaters out for like a year for that to happen. It's just not happening. And uh, I Mulan came out this weekend. Do we have how the Mulan did on Disney? No, Plus? the only I heard it underperformed. The only thing I'm seeing for Mulan is people are referencing the the uh, trending on Disney Plus, and the fact that it was number one on trending over The Simpsons, which uh, I guess is something of note. <laughs> I don't, I don't but, think it has But uh, it fell it. under yeah. The Simpsons. I checked last night. The Simpsons had passed it. But, um, yeah. uh, you know, that's another one like some of, so many of these others, like Scoob and stuff. I, I can't imagine Disney is going to divulge that information unless... It's fantastic. So I don't know if we'll ever hear how Mulan did, but I will say if they announce Black Widow is going to Disney Plus, then Mulan probably performed better than we thought. If they don't okay. announce it, then probably Mulan didn't do very well. <laughs> Here, here's all I got from Mulan. This is from De this is from um, Deseret Deseret News. Yeah. And it says Mulan hit Disney Plus over the weekend, becoming available to subscribers who paid $30 through the Premier Access program. Uh, so did a subscription fee and a Premier Access fee lead to new subscribers. And short answer, yes. Sensor uh, Tower, an app downloaded research firm, told Yahoo Finance that Disney saw a 68% spike in downloads from September 4 to September 6 compared to one week prior. Spending in the app jumped 193% due to the $30 Mulan fee. Um, and then we go, we have a little bit. Okay. Disney Plus app downloads jumped between 64% and 72% uh, when Hamilton released. Released So Hamilton was a big, 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 big winner, you yeah. know, for Disney Plus. So I'm assuming that Mulan, if, if I had to give, if I had to, like, guess off of these, like, news, I, Mulan, they probably did okay. Yeah. You know? Um, now, I... 
okay so here's my here's my my thing as far as like the other big movies coming out is that i mean you can release in theaters i just don't know what the move is i i i just think these gotta go to screen to streaming and the other movies that are coming out just let those go to the theaters and kind of have a soft kind of theater opening you know what i mean i really think because warner brothers can take I think they can drop Wonder Woman in the summer of next year, honestly. Yeah, oh, you think they'll do another delay? I think they should just drop it in the summer. I, I don't think they should move it to December and then move Dune back again. I think they should just skip over Dune and leave Dune Here's... to do what it's going to do. And Because Dune is a better December release than Wonder Woman is. so right. And Wonder Woman will do fine next year you know like you can push mm. wonder woman back again and i think you're okay but uh i, I don't think they will uh, I, uh, I think it's a christopher nolan situation that patty jenkins and warner brothers are really fighting really don't want to put wonder woman <laughs> on to streaming so mm. i mean that could drastically change after they saw these numbers but yeah i i uh, my my only problem with that is that they would have to remarket yeah and remark like this would be like remarketing Wonder Woman without showing any kind of spoilers just feels like it would be ridiculous to me because <laughs> we've seen I feel like we've seen so much of the movie. I think you should take I think like honest to God they should take a game because listen, here's the thing, right? Audiences there was a select this select group of people who are not who was not excited for Mulan and they got turned off with that $30 thing, but, but they had to make a budget. They had to make some type, some type of money back from that movie. So we understood it, but a lot of other people, you know, with this, we were already infuriated at that point. Like I saw a boycott Mulan on trending on Twitter yeah, over the weekend, which is ridiculous. But I think for Warner bros, I think they should take the gamble of releasing it on HBO Max. I still think you put a you you put a, a paywall oh, yeah. in front of it because of a big release. And if Disney did it, if Disney did it, then you can do it too. But I think you make amends to the audience that are mad about the thirty dollars, and you put that paywall at fifteen. But then the the thing that's that's tough is that if you don't have HBO Max, like I don't have HBO Max right now, it's horrific. But if you don't have HBO Max and you want to watch Wonder Woman for fifteen dollars, that's that's thirty dollars total. But when you when you had Disney Plus and but that's thirty seven dollars, you know what yeah. I mean. So that's that's not that's well, like not that far off. As a marketing but strategy think, for the company at yeah. large, it would be good because HBO Max has not done well. Is 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 has been failing right yeah. now. It's been release. It's been adding stuff, releasing it, and no, you do not release Wonder Woman on HBO Max and then take it away two weeks <laughs> later. Like, just don't do that. Like, you know what I mean? That'll be a disaster. But I do think they should take the gamble and put it on HBO Max and try to make some type of profit out of it. Because if we, I feel like the rest of the year, we're just going to keep we're going to keep opening up to these 30, 20 million dollar numbers for these big budget movies. And I think the only movies that, that should be going in the theaters are the St. Mods, are, are the Antebellums, are the Candyman. And even you know Antebellum's I mean? so, not going anymore. Right. It's going straight to VOD. Exactly. The big budget ones, I think it's I think this is Tenet alone, even though Tenet is not a superhero movie, but Nolan's does still have some power on his name. I mean if Dunkirk I think, can open to fifty right. this would have opened Wonder to Wonder Woman 
Wonder Woman is not gonna. I promise you, if you release Wonder Woman in November, it's not opening over thirty thirty million dollars. So I think, with that being said, just release it. Just release it on HBO Max. Fucking put Rachel Max on Roku. You 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 you, you, you idiots. Like you know what I mean. But I, I just. Um, that, I mean, I, that I just, would get me to know. subscribe to HBO Max at least for a month. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Wonder Woman was on there. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I haven't subscribed to H to HBO Max because it's not on Roku and it's not on H and it's not on the uh, Amazon Fire TVs. Is what I have in my living room, so it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's but, just I mean, I don't know. At this point, like I said, depending, it sounds. I think everything at least indicates that Mulan was not a bomb. So Mulan did yeah. something like those numbers you read off. It obviously more people subscribed or whatever to Disney Plus mm-hmm. because Mulan was coming there. So at least I don't think it completely bombed. So at this point, again, Black Widow is so inconsequential in the scheme of the Marvel Universe. I don't see why Disney doesn't just put it there. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I just I, I think... And I, and I have to go with too. They had a really. I think Disney Plus had a really good summer because they had Hamilton, which was huge for them. They had Black is King from Beyonce, which was which did a pretty did a good, pretty good weekend. Mulan is doing well. I think you open Black Widow up on on Disney Plus. I think and let it let it let it let it release internationally as well. The way the yeah. way China did with Mulan, you know, let it release internationally. But in domestic, you release it on Disney Plus. Um, Mulan, not Mulan. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, HBO Max, let it release internationally. And you, I mean, you're going to make something international. You're probably going to make maybe like what, 200 million international at least. So I I just think these studios got to get their head in the game and just realize a tenant. Even that tenant, tenant opened to 30 million in China, which is okay, but not, not right. right. The problem with tenant too, is it released against a big Chinese movie that's doing really well over there right now. So that kind of hurt it too. (laughs) Yeah. So I, um, I don't know. I think that's the right, that's the move. Yeah. So that's the thing is I think, I think people are defensive um, because it's, this might be uh, I'll get hate, but because it's Christopher Nolan and because people really loved the film, I think they're defensive over this number. But we just have to take it as two stories, as you said. One, looking at it as a pandemic release, looking at it without New York and L.A. and all of the restrictions that are at place. 20 million mm-hmm. is solid. It's a solid opening. Uh, you know, it's, just, it's about as good as you could ask for, honestly. Mm-hmm. However... Period. It doesn't matter what the circumstances, what the film, what the director is. $20 million opening for a film that cost over $200 million to make is not good. And is ultimately going to lose the studio money, and that is not the name of the game. And that's like people do not want to hear that. Yeah. Is there, fuck, fuck you. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I couldn't believe what I saw yesterday. I'm not going to name any names, but I was just like, dude, like, that's why if you, if you, I, like, I, I'll, I'll say, go look at my tweets and replies. All you'll see under a post is bruh. Because, like, you got to understand that this is, it's good, for, like I said earlier, it's good for pandemic numbers. But in the long run, as far as the budget for this movie and the fucking marketing that they did for this movie, yeah. going out and get and getting a and, and getting a um a well known artist to do a song, the marketing plus the budget, uh, the of the movie, 
it, this is this is this ain't cutting it, you know. Yeah. So I really think we need to put on our microscope on and really look at those other future big releases because I it, it's not happening. Sure you know what I mean? Them. And especially black, black right. Uh, this for this, I will say next week will be a little bit telling. Um, again, I'm nervous because that twenty million includes an entire week of releases. Honestly, so mm. I'm nervous for next weekend's number. Um, because uh, people are hoping for legs, uh, another thing to look at, which is uh, kind of weird that they're doing this right now, but they did get a cinema score. <laughs> uh, I don't know where, I don't know, having these people handing out these surveys outside of theaters seems kind of strange right now, but, um, they did do a cinema score. It only got a B, which for this kind of movie is not good, um, I can understand though, because like if yeah, you, I, mean, I mean for sure I understand, be... but a B for a big tent pole like this uh, yeah, is is not be, um, great for its legs. You got to be a movie buff to really, really, really not be angry at this movie. If you, I'm thinking about a casual right now watching this, just being like, dude, what the fuck is happening? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's currently sitting it in the seventies, cool. just above uh, yeah. what Unhinged has actually. Yeah, they're, right. they're heard about so, the same uh, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. So we're thinking legs just because there's literally nothing coming out the rest of the month. Like Tenet pretty much has free reign until Wonder Woman 84 at the beginning of October. So You know what's crazy about what you just said? That's, also, that's, that's actually another factor. It had no competition. None. So, I mean, they had no Tenet. I don't remember what the official official release date was, but if this was like no pandemic, you got to put in the fact that if the official release date, um, if none of this was delayed or anything like that, it would it would have been around other big movies. You know, this had no competition and it only opened at twenty million. I mean, that's that's I mean that's just not good. You know, yeah, so, so even if we it were only expecting does, it, but yeah, yeah, so if it can hold this number for the rest of September, if it drops very small. Then it looks much better, at least. It gets up to around, you know, 60, 70 million domestic by the end of the month. But if that cinema score, people legit are, like, just leaving angry, <laughs> then yeah, I don't know that people yeah. are going to want to brave it moving forward either. New Mutants, yeah, there was a bigger release, but it saw a drop this weekend. Uh, just because there's only two or three movies in the theater, Mutants Mut Mut fell right off. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, it did. I, I mean, yeah. So I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens next this weekend, and then we'll see if anyone makes a decision as far. Maybe they'll maybe they'll announce something for the second part of Fandom this weekend, and we'll oh, see what yeah, happens. Oh yeah, that is but, true. I forgot that um, that second I, part I, is I, happening. I, yeah, I doubt it because most of that stuff is like cosplay stuff. But I mean, we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. Um, okay, let's go to our number two real quick. So, speaking of New Mutants, coming in at number two is The New Mutants, which fell 58.4% for the regular three-day or two-day weekend, making 2.925. And then for the holiday three-day weekend, it made 3.6 million, which brings The New Mutants total up to 12.3 million domestic and a worldwide total right now of 20.8 million all around the globe. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I can't really fault the movie. No one really seemed excited for it last weekend. 
um, even audiences. Like, I haven't seen it. I just don't. I told Alex the other day, like, Alex is asking me if we're going to see, if we're going to see, like, when he, when, when, when he, for, when the movie theaters first opened, he's like, are you going to see Unhinged? I'm like, dude, no. Like, the movies that can be completely missed that I'm not hearing good things about, even as a critic, I, I'm just not going, you know what I mean? Because like I, I treat, I'm going to, I'm treating the movie theaters, although it was amazing to go back, I'm treating the movie theaters as I would treat um, a store or a grocery store, you know, I'm going to go if I need to go, you know what I mean? I'm not just going to go into the yeah. grocery store and just like browse on board. Like I used to before this all happened, I'm going to go if I need to go. And Tenet is a movie that you have to see in theaters. New Mutants is not. It's just that's a sci-fi movie. I, the, the trailers all look like sci-fi. I'm good. You know what I mean? Unhinged. That's like a that's like a TNT movie. I'm good. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like audiences are thinking the same thing. Like New whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So two million. I mean, pre-pandemic times, I would think two million is like probably what they would have done in like their third week, yeah. you know? So this is whatever, you know? I mean, it would have dropped off pretty quick, I think, in regular agreed, release agreed. in April. Uh, <laughs> agreed, 100% agreed. And see, that's, I know this is probably where people get all crazy, like, oh, two million and you people are being much nicer. The difference is, again, the situation for the New Mutants is much different than the situation for Tenet. So... The budget is much smaller, and Disney didn't actually have to pay that budget. They just acquired it when they acquired an entire studio. So, you know, it just is in a completely different space. Same thing with Unhinged. Uh, You know, that opening looks a lot better because that movie was pretty cheap and was never going to make very much to begin with. So, (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, I would agree. So, um, yeah, I just wasn't seeing much for this opening. And, and I think uh, we'll get into it quickly. But I think uh, Unhinged actually kind of stayed around pretty well, yeah. you know, um, for the, for the movie that it, that, that, it, that it is. So what do we, let's go to that, number three. So coming in at number three is Unhinged, which only dropped 31% this weekend for 1.78 over the regular weekend and 2.2 million over the three-day holiday weekend, which brings its totals up to 11.8 million domestic and 23.8 million worldwide yeah uh once again it's one of those movies that i i just don't see audiences run rushing to um you know with this theater opening but uh, i i do think two million is actually not bad pre-pandemic times i think this is probably what a probably would have been what they've done in their second weekend, you know, because I don't see a big open. I, I never, I, I don't see a big opening for that anyway, you know, pre-pandemic wise anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, this is, is what it is. I'm pretty sure it probably already made more than its budget back. I don't see a budget here, but 23 million, I think, is probably more than this movie cost. I can almost guarantee it, actually. So, they might, they're already looking at getting into at least neutral to gaining money territory with Unhinged. Yeah, I agree. And I know so... some people are mad, but um, oh, this is my other thing, is I think people are so sensitive with Tenet because it's been so divisive. Last year, I don't remember anybody being upset about Child's Play showing Chucky murdering the toys of Toy Story and Mm -hmm. playing off of that. But people are so upset that Unhinged changed its marketing this weekend to say, you know, oh, come see the movie that 
you can understand or that won't yeah that won't blow your head or something like that and people are so upset that unhinged and i'm just like we've seen movies do this before just last year everybody loved child's play killing uh, woody so what are we doing (laughs) You, you know what i noticed about because with child's play the marketing team probably does not have a say of when we're releasing it's the studio they want to go head to head with toy story for some fucking reason so how can we capitalize the best way for this and they did that they said okay let's have chucky fucking murder buzz lightyear and the potato potato head and and fucking woody and that'd be great for our audience you know fine work well what what happens with movies like tenet they gain a community of the this is the most groundbreaking you know all the yeah. language i'm speaking and what happens is that could that those fans become a gated community and you cannot say anything wrong you cannot talk about its box office you cannot talk about other people's marketing of it it's the same way um how how fans are with that snyder cut and it's i'm not i'm not i'm not comparing them to the snyder cut because the snyder cut is horrific but that's what happens when these movies come out they just become we have a group of people that be that you becomes a gated community where you cannot speak bad about tenant at all you know so i mean it's fine every movie does this it's it's like it's poking fun at whatever unhinged knows it's not going to beat tenant's box office the same way uh child's play knew it wasn't going to beat toy story's box office so it's it's a i think it's okay to swing up it would look tacky if tenant made fun of unhinged because tenant is a much bigger movie unhinged is the the little guy from a distribution studio we've never even heard of so you know i'm like i i don't know i saw people just being so appalled and i was like oh come on like (laughs) let them get whatever coin they're gonna get i don't think this is really gonna bump it's gonna do exactly what child's plays did nothing it didn't help their box office it's not gonna help unhinged's box office but who cares Exactly. It's, it's just it's it's uh it's just it's really unnecessary. So all right, let's get into the number four spot. Oof, so this one did not hold up quite as well as Unhinged. Coming in at number four was Bill and Ted Face the Music, which brought in six hundred and fifty-seven thousand for the regular weekend, which was a forty-one percent drop, and it brought in eight hundred and nine thousand seven hundred ninety-four dollars for the full week. So that does bring Ted, Bill and Ted up to 2.3 million domestic and 2.46 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. Do keep in mind, these are just the actual theater numbers. This does not include anything VOD related. Um, okay, so it opened up in 90, 953 uh, theaters and it did 809,000. I do think this is because it was already yeah. on VOD. And if I honestly had the choice of doing VOD or going to a theater, especially for a movie like this, I'm gonna go VOD. Um, Even on the ticket, the VOD cost is like twenty dollars. And this is one though. This is one that's doing like Scoob though. Is you can actually pay the twenty five and own it. So that one has that that advantage too. So. 
I, I bet I again. I don't think they've released the numbers. United Artists, I don't think has released any numbers for this, but mm-hmm. I, I can't. I bet it's doing much better on VOD. Agreed. So, yeah, I would. I mean, I, and I think adding on. Eight hundred thousand dollars. Treated VOD numbers is pretty good for them. You yeah, know? like I mean, this so, is another one. Yeah. I don't actually think it was going to make all that much money at the box office anyway. We, I don't either. Yeah, uh, you know, the, a lot of people do love the original Bill and Ted's, but we've seen it with so many of these delayed sequels that take 15, 20 years to come out. They usually don't perform all that well at the box office unless you're like The Incredibles. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so it's up to over two. Million worldwide on top of whatever it made uh, the VOD. I think I think that's probably this was definitely the best choice for Bill and Ted to do the split. Release. Agree, actually agree. Yeah, hundred percent. What What's interesting to me is the next uh, number, number five. I'll let you, I'll let you say the numbers because this is this is. I was actually talking about this the other like last last episode, but go ahead. All right, so coming in at number five was the SpongeBob movie Sponge Out of Water, which only dropped 18%, only lost 10 theaters, and made 345000 for the regular weekend. Now, it did fall a little bit when looking at the, the full release, but I think, again, that's because Labor Day is a United States thing. SpongeBob is only out in Canada, so <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the, the weekend didn't really affect it that much to have that extra day but that does bring spongebob's number up to 3.314 million total in canada alone okay so i had for some reason i'm on box office mojo but number five for the Labor Day, Labor Day total. Personal history of David. Person, yeah. yeah. Sorry. So, so, that's, so a, they, that's the number. Yeah. yeah so they swapped. Sorry. So I'll go ahead and say that one too. So that was number yeah. five just for the regular weekend. And then when mm. looking at the full weekend, the Labor Day weekend, we do have the personal history of David Copperfield. So for mm. the just organic regular weekend, it made 335000 which was a 29% drop. But for mm. the full Labor Day weekend, it made $430,000, which bumped it up to number five. That brings the personal history of David Copperfield up to $1.09 million domestic and $11.13 million worldwide. So this is what I was uh, referring to as far as uh, talking about this earlier was the fact uh, that this actually had more theaters than Bill and Ted and opened up half of what Bill and Ted opened up to. And once again, I think it's because of one of those reasons where I don't see indie movies doing doing much at all in these pre-pandemic times and the david the personal history of david copperfield has a very very niche audience that would want to go see this in general like so i i wouldn't have seen so i don't think these are the right movies to open up theaters with just because uh they're not gonna open up to say something like as as wild and crazy as bill and ted face the music or as unhinged and stuff like that's why words on bathroom malls is like falling off a cliff here as well you yeah, know they didn't, so, they didn't do yeah. it on that one either I, that one actually does baffle me that they didn't at least do what bill and ted did and release it half in theaters half vod half vod because you're not i mean uh, the movie okay so the movie theater 
if you release like what's that movie coming out that everyone's freaking out about? I am too, like Amionet or something like that. Oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah. Uh, if you release that this weekend, it'll 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 probably be like what nine hundred thousand? I would say it's because I yeah maybe it's because I it's just not this is not a shot to indie theaters. I absolutely love indie movies. There's two things actually. I just thought about it. I love indie movies, but audiences are not going to want to feel the need to go and see an indie theater in during a pandemic they're going to we're going to go see the bombastic kind of movie you know what i mean that that'll get people into the theater quicker than an indie flick also a lot of indie theaters are closed like uh, all the indie theaters in boston they're all closed the only theaters that are opening all the big chains regals and your cinemarks and your amcs so if all the indie theaters are closed then there's just not a lot of releases getting released. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I think why these the indie movies are just not going to do well for the rest of the year. Yeah, probably. just looking at that, as you said, over both of them have been released for two weeks. Bill and Ted has made over double what David Copperfield exactly. did, and that's yeah. and then you have the VOD numbers on top of what Bill and Ted is making at the box office. So you know, and we don't know what those are, but clearly it's making a lot more money than David Copperfield is. And so, ooh, yeah, same thing with Words on Bathroom Walls is made about half of what Bill and Ted has made almost too. So, and it's been out longer. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So I think that's I think that's what's, that's what's been going on here as far as box office. Bombastic, crazy movies are gonna do those openings, uh, those pretty those pretty lukewarm, okay, good openings, and the indies just not gonna do well. I'm interested to when it comes to horror in October to see what kind of box office those does. Like I'm hoping that Candyman keeps that date. I just really want to compare and contrast um, to like early to like pre-pandemic and how it would probably do during these times. Because I don't I don't really even see people going out to seeing horror horror movies during this time, which sads me as well. But it's just it's just really tough times. Listen, I'm at the end of the day, uh, we're done with the top five. I I'm I'm happy movies are back, but I just know things are going to be very different. And I'm I I like I've re I've gone back and listened to our old box office shows so many times just because like we used to so geek out about like. Yeah, we used to be so excited when a movie that we both loved opened to like like I'm going back to when like Hustlers came yeah. out. Remember how like pumped we both were? It was like fit like forty million dollars, and we were so pumped when Crazy Rich Asians came out. Like it's just it's just it's sad. And that's what I want to tell everyone is that most all normal movie fans, whether you loved or didn't like Tenet, we wanted to see Tenet open big. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. that's the thing is people don't take these just people talking about what's on the page on the paper as an attack on a film because we want film and we want movie theaters to survive and thrive and succeed because this is what we all love so if movies like tenant or come soon wonder woman black widow if they can't make any sort of headway in this current climate then nothing is so the, the tenant was like our yeah. first test and it, it came up warm. So that's, you know, that's it's disappointing true. for everyone because it sends a, a not wonderful beacon out toward the rest of the releases. So it's, it's like you, you, you cannot, you gotta, 
I because this happens sometimes in our in our in our like our team group chat too. Like when you and I would talk about how we would feel about a movie's opening, it's not we're not saying yeah. we want this movie to do bad. It's just if you look at all the details, I think this has happened with do about do like months well, and months and months and especially Alvin. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> One guy from Jump from Jump Street was like, dude, I don't know, like Denis Villeneuve, December, Dune, new IP. It looks like a serious kind of sci-fi movie. Audiences ain't flopping to sci-fi lately. And, but that a lot of people, Denis Villeneuve, right. <laughs> a, a lot of people took that as like, dude, you 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 want you think this movie's gonna feel like you want it? Like, no, <laughs> of course not. If it if it's if it if I have it my way, I want all these movies to make over a hundred. I want all these movies to do like to do like Marvel numbers and do crazy. Not like Dune. I would kill for Dune to make like a hundred and fifty pre pandemic. It ain't happening though. That's what we you know wanted. What I'm we all wanted Blade Runner twenty forty nine to do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not happening. Like as a realistic, yeah. like like anal, a box office analyst. I think we both are. We'll, we'll put our crowns on. But I it's it's not happening. Those numbers for those movies like that is not happening. Doesn't mean I want uh, Dune to fail. I wish Dune could make a, a quadrillion dollars. I wish I wish people would flop to Dune the way they 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 all flop to Avatar for some reason. You know what I mean? Like I I, I want all these movies to do really really well, and and like that's why I get excited when the when the obscure random movies do well. Like remember when It Chapter One came out and you're like 117, and we're both like, what in the fuck? Even, you know what I mean? Like here we were excited about like Bad Boys because nobody like, nobody bad expected boys, uh, Bad yeah. Boys to do well and you know i was like the only person on planet earth who didn't really like it but it's still so fun and exciting when you see a movie overperform like that so it doesn't matter you know that's our thing is it really doesn't matter whether we love a film or don't like the film of course if we love it we're over the moon or really sad <laughs> depending like birds of prey we were really sad but you know, when when you get those out of the box surprises, it's just it's fun, it's exciting. It means that the movie industry is thriving. So yeah. nobody wanted to see Tenet. I think we all would have been pumped if Tenet had made thirty. You know, it would be yeah. a completely even though it's only ten million. I think it would have been a completely different atmosphere right now. I think everyone would have been pretty excited that it at least broke through that thirty mil mark. Uh, you know, what? we're just we're just talking the facts, unfortunately, and this yeah, is and okay. It's an okay number. It's not cause for like gloom and doom, certainly, but it's also mm -hmm. you know you get you just got to look at what it is and now what we have to do moving forward. Yeah, and um, yeah, so that's just. So don't come at us when we're like posting about just like don't come at Larry, don't come at Rachel. Like it's just like it's just crazy, you know. Because we want these movies to succeed, and uh, I get excited when movies do well. Like, remember how we both were when fucking Downton Abbey was just killing it in the box office for no reason? You know what I mean? Like, it just was killing it last oh, year. Dad. And 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 I was we were pumped about that. Like yeah. we it's both, just, it's way, I, I mean that was still our worst box office prediction to date was Downton Abbey. Yeah, I know. We were way Ten million, nine million, and that shit opened like what? It wasn't like twenty eight, yeah, like something 30 like that. Million. Yeah, it's so and we get excited, and I love the only time. Happens, only time so. we stop getting excited is when the Lion King stays there for ten weeks. 
for 10 weeks that, or that, some movie that's really, really, or if it's like a movie that's really, really, really bad and everyone yeah. flocks to it, they're like, why didn't you flock, like why didn't you flock for Birds of Prey? Yeah. Why didn't you flock for Birds of Prey? Why are you flocking to Fantasy Island and all this bullshit? Yeah, so, I mean, every now and then we are like, oof, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. You but know. Lion King, we were still excited when it opened, and neither one of us liked yeah. it, and we were still like, "Whoa, that is an insane opening." It's just week right. ten. We're like, "All right, people, give it a rest." No, <laughs> a lot of you, like it was crazy. But... Give it a rest already, y'all. <laughs> like, um, so listen, I'm gonna go binge our old box office shows now. Next and, week we'll talk uh, about that Dakry Montgomery rom com that's coming out. <laughs> right. So, I mean, all right. With that being said, everyone, that is our box office beatdown show. Larry and I will try to be back uh, this weekend to talk about more Tenet to see how it's doing in the second week. And yeah, I don't think there's any big releases. Yeah, this just weekend. that one Dakari Montgomery movie. romantic movie. Oh, we'll see. I doubt it, but we'll see. Um, alrighty, guys, uh, that's the show. Thank you guys for joining us once again. Uh, as far as the schedule, real quick, uh, Hannah and I will be back later on today for Cinemania Live, and then tomorrow we'll probably have a world show because the Dune trailers tomorrow. Woo! Um, and yeah, that'll, that'll be it for like today and tomorrow. We'll see what happens the rest of the week. But with that being said, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne Larry. Once you let know they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter as well as Instagram and of course YouTube, all at LC Screen Talk. All right, and you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, Instagram Cinemaniac1994 as far as the podcast. You can follow us at Cinemania World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And that that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.